Welcome to Silly History. I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. Christopher Ludwig knew he was home when he took his first step in Philadelphia. It was a bustling little town that offered much to the German. He had done his fair share of traveling, seeing much of the world as it was back then, and it was time to plant roots. Mr. Ludwig grew up near the Upper Rhine River in Germany, where his father worked as a baker. As soon as he was old enough, his father put him to work, immersing him into the baking world. At 17 years of age, he enlisted in the army of the Emperor of Germany. He fought alongside his countrymen against the Ottoman Empire in Turkey, survived the siege in Prague by the French, and finished his service in the Prussian army. After roughly four years of living through brutal skirmishes, seeing his brothers-in-arms perish in battle and worse, it was time to retire. Still having a taste for adventure, yet feeling the pull of his father's profession, he joined the ship's crew as a baker and sailed from London to the East Indies for three and a half years. When he returned to London, he lived off the small fortune he'd made for several months, until it occurred to him that he was officially broke. He sailed again for another seven years as a sailor, earning enough for him to return to London and learn the art of making gingerbread. Now with a unique skill that would have made his dad proud, and the tools to set up his own shop, Christopher set sail for Philadelphia. The city of brotherly love was a perfect fit for the German immigrant. Quickly, he gained a reputation of integrity and generosity throughout the city. The locals even nicknamed him the Governor of Letitia Court, the area in which he resided. By 1774, as the spirit of liberty coursed through the veins of the colonies, Christopher owned nine houses in Philadelphia and a farm just outside of the city, not to mention the monetary wealth he amassed. Still, he always remained humble and magnanimous, although he tended to refer to himself in the third person. He was elected a member of many of the local revolutionary conventions, and when the War of Independence broke out, the baker was eager to take arms amongst his fellow patriots. Unfortunately, like many bakers, he enjoyed one too many of his own confections, and his wife wasn't terribly eager to try letting out his old military uniform. That wasn't going to deter Christopher Ludwig. He knew there was an opportunity to serve in a great capacity, even if it wasn't on the front lines of the battlefield. During the war, the British hired 30,000 German mercenaries, referred to as Hessians, to help crush the rebellion. When a handful were captured, there was a debate at headquarters over what to do with them. Christopher just happened to be in attendance, and feeling a sense of loyalty to his native countrymen, he suggested they be taken back to Philadelphia, where the German heritage was strong. He hoped they'd witness a better life than what waited for them back home. With the army's blessing, Christopher snuck into an enemy encampment on Staten Island, where he secretly offered the same treatise to the Hessians stationed there. Soon enough, his German brothers began deserting the British to fight alongside the Continental Army. Christopher's patriotism landed him a high-ranking job in the military, Baker General of the Continental Army. Now his baking skills would be put to exceptional use, and fail he did not. 
in charge of feeding the entire army, Christopher organized a team for the baking and distribution of bread to the nation's forces spread all over the 13 colonies. The number of loaves is inconceivable, but from the day on which Mr. Ludwig was given the job, no soldier went hungry. The day came when the British were finally defeated. Ludwig traveled to Yorktown with the main army, where Lord Cornwallis officially surrendered. Now a bosom buddy of General George Washington's, the general knew the baker could handle his biggest order yet. Let it be good, old gentleman, Washington said, using his usual pet name for Ludwig, and let there be enough of it, if I should want myself. I'm pretty sure there was enough left over. Washington, looking to offer a gesture of kindness to the defeated British, ordered Christopher to bake 6,000 pounds of bread in a single night to feed the redcoats. And he did. And so, the simple, stout German baker with a love for liberty made the biggest of impacts, feeding an entire army to victory, convincing enemy forces to defect and fight for the opposing side, and then baking some more to feed the defeated enemy with the greatest of skill, and no time to do it. His dad would have been proud. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener.